sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. The pop culture continuum. This is John Elliott. Mm, this is Patrick Riccardi. And today we're talking about nothing in particular. I don't know. I'm, I, I assume some talking about some stuff we both enjoyed that we uh, maybe missed talking about on, you know, a previous episode or something. So, yeah. And last episode was heavy zombie based. So let's kind of make it more mellow this week. Yeah. Yeah. We can all use a break from zombies, uh, real or imagined. Although, are you watching uh, The Last of Us? I saw the first two episodes and it's really good. I, that, I love that that Nick Offerman episode. I was like, that's oh, you the guys one I... just did your best episode as the second one, and now no, that's the third one. Get, make it better or third? Uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. That's right. a, Ziv I, told me that. Yeah. I want to be in the uh, in the proper because I've read so much about how good it is and how intense it was, and I keep like I'll be in a mood to watch something. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to watch something that intense. Let me put something easier on. No, it's really really good though. You I should gotta... you should watch it. Yeah. Uh, have you played the game? No, I didn't. I, I kept forgetting that it was actually a video game beforehand until I until I was reminded over and over. So no, I didn't. <laughs> I played it a little bit recently. I a long time ago, I think I started playing it. And I kind of just went to other things, and it is a very engaging game. But the really interesting thing is, I played up to the end of the second episode, so it's very very like faithful to. It's a faithful adaptation. Like it, oh. Up to the point where there's, there's some scenes that are like, oh my god, I'm I'm watching the game. Like the, in particular, the very first episode. And this isn't much of a spoiler, but they're driving, and the daughter is looking out the back window, and it's like this is shot very similar, in a very similar way to the video game. So it's interesting that they're being so faithful to, to you know to a zombie shoot 'em up, and that's I guess that's kudos to the game for writing such a good story. Of I was course, gonna say that's the surprising part to me because yeah. when I think v most video games, I don't think something that could be. Well, I think the previous video game adaptations of everything else that's been right. done. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Pedro Pascal is so great. I mean, it, I've only, before this, I I've seen him in a couple things, but primarily The Mandalorian, where he, where he's actually able to create a character without ever barely seeing his face, and I think that's really impressive. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I mean, he sounds kind of ethnic. I didn't know. Yeah, I know. Nice. You gotta, you gotta take a risk sometimes. Um, yeah, no, I, I like that. Well, let's. Okay, TV you know, shows. Yeah, uh, no, go ahead. Okay, never mind. I wanted to make sure you're recording. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm recording. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TV shows. Do you have uh, something in mind you want to talk about? Just yeah, some. I mean, I think. Well, I, I told you, you know, not on the podcast, but. Um, in in real life uh bust down on peacock oh, yeah that's really i really good. don't know why that got no attention from anybody anywhere and it was hilariously funny did the i mean i know that one guy died but did they talk about a second season or is it just one and done i don't i have no idea i've heard nothing but it's I yeah mean, I, I agree it's very good it would be it would be nice if they could do a second season, but uh, I mean, it would be difficult without him. Jack. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, they, I don't know what they would do. Like, would they, who knows? Cause it would be, it would be impossible to replace him. Cause he did such a good job as that character, but you'd need another wheel 
to keep that show going because the, the the interplay is so interesting in that show. So yeah, who knows? Did what you watch else? After no, Party? Yeah, no, go ahead. Which one? After Party on Apple TV. After oh yeah, I thought it was fine. It oh, had, I thought uh, it was awesome. It had <laughs> it was one of my ben favorite Schwartz shows in it, right? Yeah, Ben Schwartz and um, Sam Richardson. Uh, 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 those are the two that uh, I knew about pretty well before. I guess le- more than that, because Alana Glazer is in it too. It's, it's a great cast, but I just love the idea of every episode being a different genre, and I just I ate it up. I thought it was great. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I, I, well, I you know how I am. I don't know. I'm always. <laughs> everybody thinks I'm tough i just i don't know i I just like what i like i mean i liked it yeah i would watch yeah. a second season but it wasn't like um you didn't like it as much it as i did yeah that's all what else oh have you watched um south side on no, uh, hbo max no what is that it's like another comedy sh- well it's it made me think of it because um oh my god what is his name the the guy on um, Bust Down, who was also on um, Issa Rae's show. God damn it. Why is my mind blanking now? Anyway, he's on bullshit. He's the, the guy they always make fun of on Bust Down. Uh, Langston Kerman is his name. Oh, okay. he's in Southside. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's great. Uh, he's, he's, I mean, I know him. Like, the reason I even, um, the reason I was surprised I hadn't watched Bust Down already is because he he advertised for it on comedy bang bang and he's so funny on that yeah that's yeah i know and i was like because we were watching uh insecure at that time me and viv and we we're like oh this is the guy from insecure he's like, yeah uh no definitely check out uh south side on hbo max it's he's not like a creator but i think he did like direct some and he's in some so and wrote some maybe so yeah, that's another good one. Uh, I know, man. Like, I can't even remember which year things yeah. came out anymore. This is kind of blend together to be yeah. one melange of uh, of content. But I mean, right now, Poker Face is the best thing on TV. I love it so much. I knew you loved that. I like <laughs> it. See, it's yeah. another one. Uh, I mean, I knew I'd love it before it came because just from the the synopsis and and the people involved at uh, Ryan Johnson. I, I pretty much have liked all his movies and, and Natasha Leone is just great. And just the, the fact that it's, it's, it's definitely a pay on to um, Columbo and it, it doesn't hide that. It's just, it's so good. Yeah, it's definitely Columbo. I think I'll be honest. I think the problem, the reason I don't love it is Natasha Leone. I think both Viv and I just have some irrational, like not hatred, but just like, she rubs us the wrong way for whatever reason. So it does that over the top performance style she gives. Like I think it's one of those lover or hater maybe. It's yeah, just, yeah. It's, just, it's it's something you don't normally see women act that way too. It's kind of a, a male. Not that not that that's that's why you don't like her, but it, that that's how I think of it. It's like you don't really see. Well, I don't like males. <laughs> more and more. <laughs> so maybe that's why. But, yeah. But yeah, I, I love uh, yeah, that no, story. no, it's and like I've seen her on like Seth Meyers and stuff. Like she seems cool and smart and stuff. It's just like it's I don't know. It's my fucking issue, and I yeah, I don't understand it. But no, we we're watching it. 
and I, I like that it's a it's a it's a show that has an ongoing story, but you don't need to. It's like kind of a thr- another. I mean, not just Columbo, but other like Incredible Hulk, that kind of idea where it's there. There's a there's a story there that's going on, but for each episode, it doesn't really matter. So there's the, yeah. the first episode that sets up why she's on the road. And then the rest of the season so far, she's been on the road, but it, it's very faintly touched on on that on the ongoing story, which is nice to have a show where it's kind of each episode is mostly self-contained. And and the, the guest stars are so great. They've gotten such great actors on it. So it's, it's a really good show. Yeah. Well, and to me, uh, my another one of my just very minor issues was I'm like, well, screw the story of the people chasing her. Just do the the week by week stuff. Right. That's, yeah. That's what I like. <laughs> But, you know, no, no, it's, yeah, no, it's enjoyable. Did you see uh, Severance? Oh, yeah, that was incredible, yeah. mind-blowingly good. And it took me too long to watch it because, I mean, it had all this stuff going for it. Like, it was an interesting story, and Adam Scott was involved, and I just like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But, like, I think I started watching, maybe it was, I binged it. I think I might have binged it after it was all out, and and I got to that last episode, and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I couldn't believe that was the last episode. It was like, they're, they're ending here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, and it was, it's it, called it, ensuring you get a second season, man. That's a big <laughs> risk. But of course, it's it's everybody loves it. But I, I love, one of the things I love about it, it and, um, <clears throat> is it created this like this universe that doesn't exist. Not just because of it's a sci-fi story, but just like there's no cell phones. It kind of seems like it's set in the eighties or seventies, but also now at the same time, it's just, it's just that, that weird middle place of, of fiction. That's that I like that. It's kind of a, yeah, no, it's kind of timeless. I, yes. It's like, it takes place in that liminal space. It's funny. I was talking to another friend on the phone about this show earlier today. Um, yeah, no, I, we, we don't have Apple TV, but you know, we signed up for like the free trial once it was, um, all out and we're like yeah we want to see it we like adam scott right um, right and it's like oh yeah so we'll we'll have to do another like one month thing or something when <laughs> the second season's all out i've i've everything i've watched on apple tv for for the i can't think of any any bad ones apple tv had apple tv has had all pretty much all good stuff yeah and well uh hbo used to and now they're just like south side the one the one i recommended was just like canceled i guess or not picked up for a fourth season or fifth season um, yeah that, that's <clears throat> excuse me that hbo is a shame what's happened that the, it's it sucks yeah they're just i i don't even i mean i i understand the business model from a financial point of view but like what i was talking to viv i'm like so yeah then what is a show like Southside supposed to do where, where are they going to go who's going to take them you know and she's like right and nobody's going to take them they're it's just done i'm like yeah, yeah that's yeah. i hate that yeah but yeah, i mean i i don't really understand the financial side like what's the point of i mean i i guess there's a point that i don't know about like the um of, of taking stuff not i i get canceling shows but they're they're taking stuff off of streaming entirely are the, the residuals yeah. that much that they're they're losing out on that I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I think I can't imagine the residuals are that much, but you know, I don't know. I I'm not an accountant for a mega corporation. So, you know, who knows what our idea of that much is. Right. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. I forget no, what they I took mean, off. I, I think Westworld maybe is no longer available. No. Yeah. 
Oh, it's got to be on. Oh, yeah, I don't know, actually. That's true. I, anyway, it's a show that you or I would have heard of, and I was surprised that they took it down. And then there's the stuff, the same company with the, the I think it was Catwoman? No, Batgirl. Batgirl movie where it got produced, it was made. I think I think maybe not all oh, the yeah. CGI was done, but they just said, no, we're not going to do it. And the story was it was for tax reasons. They get a write-off if they don't release the movie, which sucks. I, I, don't, I mean... How big is the write-off compared yeah. to the investment you've already made in the movie? I, I know. Exactly. I don't. Maybe somebody out there knows. Um, and I, I mean, there's other stories like the, the that movie was spe- specifically made as like a streaming movie. Like they didn't expect it to go get big box office. So they're like, well, this is going to make enough money and that's why we're doing this. But still, I can't like their their numbers have to go down in the pe- number of people who subscribe to the service when they're doing stuff like this over and over again so it seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot yeah i, I yeah like i said i just don't get it so and i i think my other worry about all this is that hbo itself like the the channel that produces like these pre- prestige shows i worry that they're they'll they're you know they kind of over the years, even though they have had other corporate owners over time, they've kind of had a free hand to spend a lot of money to make shows. And I'm worried that that that's going to dry up and they're not going to be able to make as, as, uh, as prestigious shows anymore. And that would suck. Yeah, that, that's exactly my thing. And not even just prestigious, but like something like, uh, Southside that is like absurdist and, and just like not mainstream, but it's like hilarious, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, all this. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Like from the from the network that kept that piece of shit Arliss on for thirty five <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. same time, that was the network that that had Larry Sanders. That was they were kind of that's true. The same time, so it wasn't all bad. No, no, it wasn't. But Larry Sanders probably would have been cut after a season. Now, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. I mean, that's what I mean. Like the South Side was 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 Comedy Central, so like HBO Max took on took in all the Comedy Central stuff, took in all the other network stuff. But HBO itself, I before now had a free hand to keep stuff like Larry Sanders Show going and Arliss, unfortunately. But I just hope that right. and, and like more modern, like Righteous Gemstones and that whole Danny McBride universe, which you know isn't like high art but it's very funny and it wouldn't get a chance elsewhere probably right and it's it's another one where it's like not for everyone right it's very niche yeah 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 no i and that's the stuff i i've always appreciated and uh, yeah uh because there's nowhere else for it i mean i guess let's uh let's start a network (laughs) at least i mean netflix is kind of terrible but at least they've given multiple seasons to it i think you should leave which is really the funniest <laughs> sketch show I've ever watched. I, I don't think there's a better sketch show. Maybe uh, Mr. Show. But I know I, I gotta go. I gotta go, Mr. Show. Kids in the hall. But I, I, kids in the hall. Here's too. the I mean, reason. Only because I can't like I can't binge watch him. It gets to be too much for me. Although then, so I have to like watch an episode at a time, or two maybe at most. But like. It does crack me the fuck up. Oh, I, I mean, Kids in Hall and, and Mr. I, I love both those shows, but I don't think they make me laugh as hard as I think you should leave. I think I don't know of any show that's consistently made my stomach <laughs> hurt so much. It's just, it's just like it's just, it's just that right, that perfect spot for the things I like, and I don't know. 
Did you like the new season of Kids in the Hall? I did. Actually, we didn't yeah. finish watching it, but I liked the ones I saw. It was, it was like definitely a sigh of relief where I was like, oh, they can still do it and be funny. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. like with the Mr. Show, when that came back, I was like, oh, okay. I thought that was okay. It was, but it, it wasn't was nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or the original run. Right. Yeah. Right. And I love all the people involved with it. It was just, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I, have you watched any of the kids in the hall? The, the new one or the, the new one? Oh yeah. I liked, I watched the whole season. Actually, I, I was at a friend's house and we watched the whole season in a day. It was just like, okay, well let's watch another one. <laughs> but I liked that they're like, uh, they're still not afraid to do whatever to get a laugh. Like there's a yeah. that, that scene where they're naked. It's just, it's that, so that was ridiculous. Like the first episode, yeah. I was like, they will, they will sacrifice themselves <laughs> pretty hard to get a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't, they didn't lean too much on, on the, st- like the fan service. There wasn't like a, I think there was one, I, I, I uh, what like did I chicken say? lady or something? Yeah. yeah, there wasn't a lot of that. There there might have been one or two sketches, but it was mostly new stuff and new, really good, interesting things. So, yeah, I, I liked that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and the, yeah. that one, the whole season seems to be tied together by an underlying storyline as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The they've aged, but they've they're still funny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean. So, yeah, it is true. There are other networks doing um, that kind of stuff. Although, having said that, only those two shows that I can think of. <laughs> so. well, but I, like, I don't know about the other streaming networks, but Netflix you cannot count on because they cancel season, they cancel shows with that are pretty popular, but it's like it doesn't matter. It's like there's some kind of, uh, you know, Edge edge case where they'll keep a show going if it's super popular, but if it if it's not, it doesn't hit a number. They're not going to keep it going, and that sucks. I mean, that's always yeah. true, but I think it's more true for streaming. For some reason, I don't know. I mean, because like there's there's shows on Netflix that have been canceled that seem relatively popular and seems like seem like they would have lasted on on uh, network television. They don't, or even Hulu. Did you watch that? Uh, the oh, what was it called? It was from the guy who did Modern Family. It was about the. The reboot of, I think it's called Reboot. The it's Paul called Hunt. Reboot, yeah. And it was very funny, and I expected that to last a couple of seasons, and it was done, one and done, which, which is unfortunate. Oh, was it? Oh, it was canceled. There's yep. another one. Like, I thought it was fine. I don't know. I like the people in it. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, it, I'm not saying it's like Poker Face where it, I think it's great, but it was fun. It was funny, and I just, yeah, it yeah. was, it was like a, a, above mediocre. It was, it was far above uh, King of, what is it? King, what was our, uh, our replacement level okay. sitcom king of the king of the hill no king of the queen king of queens oh, oh the king of queens yeah, it was yeah. far above the king of queens <laughs> i've been doing a park yeah. and rec rewatch my first like full rewatch i think since it was on and it's it holds up everything holds up except this last season i'm not sure i think they should have they should have ended the season before the last season before the time jump oh i still enjoy it we rewatch it too um, I, I've just watched the first episode and I was just like, it's too much. Like the, the very first episode of the last season, they have, um, what's, what's, uh, I can't remember. What's, uh, I can't remember any, any characters' names. <laughs> anyway, Adam, no, the, 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 Adam Scott has the, like, the dinner where he's, he's honored and his speech was given by Aziz and Zari. And, uh, he's like, he, like, craps all over him. It's like, it's too much. It's not funny when it's over the top <laughs> like that. Yeah. 
So and but. everything kind of suffers from that, I think, when you get into um, comedies. Just They're, overindulgently. Well, not everything, but yeah, just characters where you're like, yeah, this is this is not any person in real life right is yeah this yeah. stupid or whatever you right. know yeah yeah but i, th- I think when they're they get too mean it's stopped for me it stops being funny oh but unless yeah, they, it, yeah they started pretty mean but they, i mean there's a certain level like the seinfeld characters were kind of the same level of mean the entire time and it was funny the entire right time. like that was just too too far and like but i i like they, they always talk about how how stupid you want a character to get and there's like and that one, I, I'm much more forgiving for some reason. <laughs> like Andy gets pretty dumb, but it's always pretty funny. But on the other hand, sometimes Homer being too dumb goes too far. Yeah. And even Andy to me got annoying. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's fair. Well, we, we also rewatched uh, the good place and uh, yeah, I know. I think that has to take over as my, my favorite sitcom. Yeah, get a I life did. is booted to number two. I have rewatched it. And it does hold up. It's it's a very good show. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Uh, I think it was the only show when uh, of all the uh, the fall preview shows we've done that we gave an A to. Right? Really, um, I, for, I forget I, our ratings, yeah. but that's not a surprise because <laughs> there's so many bad shows. There really are. I. <laughs> uh, well, wait, hold on. I was going to. Oh, another one. We can take a break in a, in a minute. But uh, another one on Netflix that surprisingly they are letting finish out uh, is um, Never Have I Ever. Did you watch that? Is that the Mindy Kaling show? I don't, I, have, I don't know that show. What is that? It, no. Well, it is. I don't know if Mindy Kaling's involved, actually, but it is about like. Uh, a young Indian girl in, in high school, just kind of like okay. Sorry. coming of age. Yeah. Oh, Mindy Kaling. Yes, it is her. Yeah. I watched the uh, first episode of that. It's very good. It's very funny. It's, it's really, really good. And I'm not the target audience for that by any means. Uh, uh, yeah. I, uh, that's another one I really enjoyed. Yeah. I should go back to that one. I, 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 it's, I start so many shows and don't finish. And some of them are, for good reason and some of them are for no reason this is one for no reason so i should go back to it yeah you should the whole like john McEnroe yeah <laughs> the narrator thing is so fucking hilarious no matter what um but yeah i thought i found it really like i don't know more realistic of how teens act than a lot of those you know yeah yeah i think nothing nothing can top freaks and geeks for me but it's it's up there I can't believe Freaks and Geeks is only one season. I know. I, I mean, I, I I was thinking about the other day, like someone says it was only one season. I was like, that's not possible. First of all, I think there's the, there's the change in the way shows are. Like if that show was made now, it would only be 10 episodes. Yeah. So, yeah, but, yeah. so it's ten, so there's a lot of episodes for being one, one season. There's like 18 or 20 episodes. So, I mean, that's, that's one thing. But the other thing is that it's such a, like, it's such a good show, but also everyone on the show, almost everyone on the show, went on to do other things, like went on to like be successful, which yeah. is not something you often see. Like it's a really good cast. No, and I, I mean especially as successful as they've been. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, have, have you watched the Jason Siegel's show, uh, Shrinking? No. What's it on? 
It's on Apple TV. It's very oh, funny. Oh, yeah. No. He's, he is so funny. And then Harrison Ford plays a, well, a grumpy old man, as you'd expect. And uh, who else is in it? Oh, I can't remember her name. She was in two, two what's a two, uh, that HBO Max series, two. I have to look it up. You're not give me anything here, man. I don't two, know. It's not two broke girls because it's an entirely different show. <laughs> I'm looking it up. But uh, yeah, it's my. Maybe I had the wrong name. I thought it was called Shrink. There it is. Yeah, Shrinking. Uh, Jessica Williams. What's the show? Is oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, what what is that one? Um, two dope two, queens. Two, two dope queens. Yeah. And yeah. She's she's very good in it. Harrison Ford, like I said, and uh, Krista Miller, who has been in a bunch of stuff. But I think I think the creator of this is her husband, maybe. Yeah. Because oh. the guy who created uh, Scrubs, and he, he, I think he works on Ted Lasso as well. Oh, but I had no idea. Shrinking is very good. I highly recommend it. It's 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 about this uh, therapist whose wife died and how he's dealt with it, and it's actually very funny. <laughs> okay, I'll check it out. I mean, when I get that, once Severance comes back, I will. Right. Um. The yeah. Oh God damn it. See what? Was, oh, I didn't know that. Brett. Brett Goldstein is a creator of Shrinking, and he's he's in Ted Lasso. Anyway. Oh, well, oh, that's what I was. I was just like we were rewatching uh, Veronica Mars too, oh, and that's so good. Um, I, I was like, man, Kristen. Wait, Kristen Bell? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, who we were just talking about? Uh, Why Jessica, did I? Jessica Williams? No, man. Uh, <laughs> Kristen Ritter. Oh, we weren't talking about her. But okay. Uh, I swear to God, I thought you said Kristen Ritter. No, Chris, Krista Miller. Krista Miller. Oh yeah. my God. That's that's why I was confused. I'm like, oh, <laughs> she's married to the Scrubs guy. That's... <laughs> Krista Miller. Okay, gotcha. She was in. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if she was in Scrubs. She was in some. She was in I... Scrubs. Yeah. Oh, she was. Okay. And then oh. she was in that uh, that one where they sat around drinking wine. Oh, Cougar Town. <laughs> yeah. And then that's it. I but know. she was also in Kate, an episode of Kate and Alley, which surprises me that she was around. She's been around that long. So I guess she was a child actress. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what about Chris, Kristen Ritter? Uh, Krista Ritter? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, not even fucking relevant to what we were talking about. But I, no, I but was like, I man, she can't like really get a break as like, you know, a, I mean, she's had... It's not that she hasn't been on popular things and stuff, but like, I feel like she should get like, get a real series or something with a, that will continue with her lead role. I feel like she, you know, they did the, the Marvel stuff on Netflix and like, just were like, nah, nah, fuck it. She was so good in that. that The first thought she would have been great for a series. Yeah. Yeah. She was, I mean, it's not her fault that the, that they didn't, put her in further because she was so good in it and i'm looking at her bio it looks like she has coming out she's in something coming out next year but she's not even the lead i'll watch yeah, it yeah me too i i like her love and death it's called it's a mini series on hbo starring elizabeth olsen and that's the ad oh yeah we just watched uh we just watched a preview for that the other day because we're like what the fuck is this and uh, it's got that one that one dude who's in uh who i don't man um the guy that looks like a squash Matt Damon. Yeah. yeah yeah a squash Matt Damon yeah 
yeah, Jesse Plemons. I'm like, he's getting a lot of work too. He's good. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza now seems to be the it girl. Oh, right. Did did you watch the, um, what's the name of that? Sh- the, uh, the show she was on where it was the second season. Uh, oh, White Lotus. White Lotus. Oh, yeah. No, I watched the first no. season of White Lotus. Viv watched the second season. But I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. People are shitty and rich people are even shittier. But I don't <laughs> really need to watch a show about it again. The second season was a little bit better, but still, it's there is a lot of rich people. Yeah. It just seemed like a very, uh, the first season to me was just, it was just like a downer for no reason. Yeah. To, or it, I didn't get enough out of it being a downer for me to want to keep watching. Now, right. So. Right. Yeah. I thought the performances were great though. Even as that, I mean, that dude from the office was, I mean, I, I, I guess now he's only doing jerks because he's really good at it, but he was really good as a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and who, speaking of White Lotus, Jennifer Coolidge is having a moment. And that's another one where I'm like, I I like her when I see her talk and stuff. I'm glad she's getting, like, recognition. I'm happy for her, but I I, I don't see the big deal. Like, to me, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she, yeah, she's fine. Like, I, I see I, what she's doing, but it, it's, I, I don't know. It's another thing where it's just, like, it's my own some weird bias I have probably I, from when I was like an infant, you know, that is coming out. But I kind of feel like she feels the same way, like not the same way that. No, and that, but no, like, I know what you're saying. The fact and that she's having a moment. It's like, I've been doing the same thing for 30 years. If right. you want to love me now, that's great. But I haven't changed. You have. Right. <laughs> Cause she was in all those like Christopher guest movies and she was great in those. And I never saw American pie, but she's famous for it. But she was good in Legally Blonde. Yeah, it's just hmm. (laughs) good for her. That's all I had to say. Well, you want to take a quick break and we'll come back? Sure. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero Tried talking about Shamiro To computers wearing earphones He almost died for conversation Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing Steeplechasing, the Reformation Transubstantiation, Bram Stoker's creation The land of the Thracians and Back. Yeah, that was only me making sure I had actually started recording. I thought I'd, I don't know what I thought I was doing. Give myself some breathing room. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, what oh, movies? Uh, I mean, we can go back to TV. We probably will because I don't see a lot of movies. Um, We've talked about uh, the, what's it called? Banshee, uh, oh, Banshee of Inisherin. Yeah, that was so good. I so I really oh, good. Yeah, it's yeah. I it's depressing, but in like a really happy way. It's just such a yeah. good movie. But it, I think they. It seemed like they marketed it as a comedy, and it's not a comedy. Um, it's, I, I don't know if it 
put if that might put people off but i mean it seems to have done well with critics and stuff at least it's it does have funny parts though like really ridiculous parts it, like yeah it that, does that scene where he's like uh and, and i know it's stupid but i i think it's just so funny that the scene where he, he's trying to get rid of the friend the friend of his friend and he's like yeah you're you got a call your mother got run over by a milk truck and he says that's impossible he's like no no it really happened no i know it can happen I, I, that happened to my father too it's just it's so ridiculous but so funny <laughs> well and i i know i have to say colin farrell man he's great like pretty much hit it out of the park in that um yeah I, because he made basically one of those sitcom characters we were talking about like oh no that too dumb too unbelievably dumb and made that character a actually believable human being so that's a good point yeah he really is dumb he's dumb and boring but <laughs> yeah i mean not only not only believable but kind of likable and like an yes. unlikable yeah, yeah. relatable and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and the the cinematography was just beautiful this is a really oh, well made yeah movie. That's that's probably I haven't seen all the Oscar candidates like I haven't seen everything everywhere at once. I haven't seen. I, I have a feeling you will like everything everywhere all at once. The, I liked it. The Fablemans. What else is I have no, no fucking desire. I know. To see the <laughs> None. I mean, that that has to that I haven't seen it, as I said, but that has to have all of the. The Spielbergian quirks that, that if you like Spielberg, it's like, oh, that's fine. If you don't like Spielberg, you're going to hate it because it's like it's a movie about movies and Steven Spielberg directed it. There's no way it doesn't have all of that in it. Yeah, no. I, and that was <laughs> like when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, hell no. And, <laughs> but, but, you know, then it got like acclaim and stuff, too. But I still know well enough. I know myself well enough. I won't see. I mean, right. I remember when Mr. Holland's Opus got a bunch of acclaim when it came out. And I watched it. And I was like, this is. That was a terrible movie. Absolutely awful. Yeah. I remember that this is the joke I used at the time. Uh, uh, leaving Las Vegas and Mr. Holland's Opus came about the same time. I said, watch them back to back and your head will explode because Mr. Holland's Opus is way too too fun and happy. And not fun. Fun's the wrong word. Way too anyway optimistic yeah and, and leaving las vegas about... is way too negative and i hate both of those movies by the way i think they are overrated oh yeah me too i i, I do not care for leaving for las vegas at all the same reason on either side i like nicholas cage but i don't like those movies anyway the other ones are top gun maverick which is fine it's not the it's not going to win academy award it's just a like a spectacle women talking yeah, which no i desire. haven't seen I, I want to see that. That looks good. Or are you saying no desire to Maverick? Maverick. Okay. I didn't hear the, the other thing you said. Sorry. <laughs> Women talking. I, I know. We're like, where is that? Where can we find it? Like streaming. Like that's how fucking lazy we've become. <laughs> uh, well, as a culture, it's not just me and Viv. But yeah, I, I really want to see that too. I like Sarah Polly a lot. Oh, she directed that. That makes me want to see it even more. Yeah. Yeah, I do like her a lot. Uh, uh, and Francis McDormand is great, so that's something I'll definitely say. Everything I ever once I have that on my list to say. Banshees of Insurin, Triangle of Sadness. I haven't heard of that. Me either, but it got a lot of acclaim, so I I will definitely have to check it out at some point. Uh, the Fablemans, as we talked about, All Quiet on the Western Front. I've seen ads for this for like six months. That I, I, I don't really have a lot of desire to see it, but it is supposed to be good. I heard it was really good. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm the same. Like, no desire. Like, this is maybe not. 
I'm surprised. I, it's just not the time for me to watch it. I guess I'm like, yeah, it's, there's enough going on bad that I can I can avoid this one for a bit. It's a German movie, but it it got nominated for Best Picture, which I'm surprised by. I thought maybe it has like American production producers nah, dude, they or fucking, something. They broke the mold now, right? With uh, Parasite winning. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Avatar. No desire to see that. Nope. Elvis, I'd like to see that, but I don't think it's going to be my favorite movie of the year. And Tar, which I think you've said is really good. Sorry. Tar, you, yeah, she Tar, you need to watch for sure. Um, but is this just Mr. Holland's opus? <laughs> it's, well, it's the, it's the opposite of Mr. Holland's opus, but not to the <laughs> level of leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> I'll, I'll look for it. But do you it's, have any desire to see Elvis? No, because I just don't like Baz Luhrmann. Like I, yeah. I don't like his stuff. Like, and I tried, you know. So I, I gave it a good enough try. I watched more than one of his movies, but I just remember Moulin Rouge. I was like, within three minutes, I was like, I can't. I don't know that I can take this for another two hours. That's the only movie of his I've seen. And I love that movie. So, <laughs> well, I, because Romeo and Juliet. What else has he done? Anything? Yeah, Australia. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, was is Austra- Australia sounds like one of those epic movies? Was that like a? I think it was supposed to be. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Oh, he did great. Gra- that that recent Great Gatsby to recent ten years ago. But, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Oh, right. Ago. With was Leo? I think so. Yeah. yeah Leo and uh, watch it. Tobey Maguire. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so he. Them, it, I'm just. It's, it's not. It's sorry. No, I just. They're they're not people I'm going to go out of my way to see. <laughs> it's it's not the it's not the uh there's a bunch of his movies I've missed. He just hasn't made a lot of movies, which is interesting because right, he's right. kind of popular. But I guess he just picks and chooses. I don't know. He probably take probably takes him ten years to design the sets. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even see Great Gatsby. I heard it wasn't good, but neither was the one with Robert Redford. I don't think it's really the most filmable book you can make. Right. Yeah. Oh, back to TV just for a second because it's kind of movie related. Did you watch? Oh, I have to look up the name of it. It's the 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 show that was about The Godfather. That had Miles Teller. Oh, we started. We watched one episode, but it, it was another one where we were like, oh no, I I can. I don't need this. Really? I, I yeah. thought it was I thought it was fun. It was I I do have a soft spot for those period TV shows. Uh another one was the I forget the name of it, but it had uh the, about Phyllis Schlafly and the the that Oh one. yeah, yeah. And that was really well done uh, as as well. That was another one we couldn't get through. Yeah, I, I think I don't know what it is. I, I like the period stuff too. I definitely like the looks of all that stuff. Yeah, they um, both of those shows did a good job of making it feel like it was the seventies and sixties. Uh, Mrs. America is the oh yeah with Kate Blanchett as the as as Schlaff, Schlaff, can't say her name. Schlafly. Doesn't matter. She's a terrible person. Yeah, she's still alive. No, nah. got to be rotten in the ground by now, right? Yeah, but she had a. I don't know if this. I don't know if the site still exists. Oh right, she had a kid. A kid. Well, she had a bunch of kids, but one kid was a super, like, right wing reactionary who started yes. a site called Conservapedia, which was the right wing yes. answer to Wikipedia. And 
it was like stupid. Like, st- like I don't, I'm not even getting. Well, into, I used to like, go on there all the time to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It was just stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> I yeah, I used to go all the, and they they would have like inane arguments, like like the political arguments, not as not, not like political as in like like you know national politics, but as in the running of the site which were really fun to look at because they were so they were also very stupid. The site was run by stupid people about and they said stupid things. Yes. So yeah, it probably and, I mean, just makes 70 million dollars a year. Yeah, I'm sure. But when you say stupid even down to like basic grammar and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was in basic grammar and like web web design. It was just it was a yeah. bad Yeah. It was a bad <laughs> bad site. And their their arguments with Wikipedia were just you know, this is stupid. That's the only word I can think of. But anyway, yes, he is dead. Long well, dead. I, I think that um, it's just, well, I think Viv agrees with me too, so it's not just me, but like everything that's like biopic or historical drama, when I watch it, it's always to me, I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is the Hollywood version of it. Like right, yeah. they never, you know, and, and it just it turns me off and that's just my preference. Um, so I usually like, I think Mrs. America was pretty close. Like after every episode, I read like how close it was to, or if I, I mean, I mean like if I don't know, if I know, I, I just know it. But, uh, and you know, the, the other, speaking of the same topic, did you watch, you didn't because you don't like this kind of show, but the, the Julia Roberts show where she played the wife of, uh, no, I didn't. It was good. Uh, with you know uh, George Clooney. No, no, no. This is a TV show with Sean Penn. Um, oh, what? Oh. And she, she played, uh, I'm going to look it up because I can't remember the characters' names. It was called Gaslit, and she played the wife of uh, John Mitchell, the Nixon's Nixon's attorney general. Oh, yeah. And she, and I never heard of this before this show. There was a, there was a podcast that, that called Gaslit that this show is based on. Obviously, it's based on... Um, history but i think they just right option the the podcast because it put it out there but she had like gone to the press about watergate before anybody else and the reaction was they put her in a mental hospital and it's a really it was a well done show and with great performances including julia roberts and sean penn sean penn was unrecognizable as john mitchell with all like the fat makeup and everything (laughs) so it was good well i mean that's probably good i yeah i don't no, but it, you just yeah, talked about just, how you don't like that kind of show, so it's fine you didn't watch it. But yeah, yeah. Well, and I also don't like Sean Penn. No. Uh, God, man, every time I see him at an award show, I'm like, dude, you are boring as fuck. Like, <laughs> god damn, just let somebody else do it. Well, woke, I, I go am boring. Gonna... What'd you say? Go woke, go boring. That's the phrase. I don't even, I don't know what the actual phrase is. So <laughs> go woke, I'm, go broke. Gonna... That's the <laughs> actual phrase. Wait, what the, what the f- so because is that... this is what conservative people talk about Disney and they, and they like from uh, Captain Marvel when they, oh. that was go woke, go broke because it only made a billion dollars. Right. Okay. I get, yeah, I knew it had to be conservative because they're the <laughs> only ones who use the word woke. But, um, <laughs> A couple good ones on HBO Max. Okay, so I I got over watching true crime stuff. I don't know. A, f- a few years ago, I was just like, okay, I don't 
I don't really know that I understand why I'm watching this and what I'm getting out of it. And I don't think in either case it's good. So I, I just felt, you know, I, I don't like feeling like, a, I don't know, part of exploiting somebody's right. tragedy. Yeah. Um, but Mind Over Murder on HBO, holy fucking shit, dude. Everybody should watch that. And when it when it started, I I, I don't want to spoil anything, um, but when it started, I was like, yeah, okay, it's a true crime story. Let's fucking move it along. You know, I get it. And as it kept going, I see it's it's difficult because I can't really say much. I will say that one aspect of it was. Um, but like, and it, it was, took place in this small town that this small town was like putting on a play about the crime that occurred. And I, I just kept going, dude, who cares about this? <laughs> like I was getting actively annoyed and it went on and went on. And like by the last episode, you're like, oh, this isn't about true crime. That's not even what this is about. Oh, it's that's pretty cool. A completely entirely different subject and yeah it's, it's so it's a really, documentary or is it a scripted? it's a documentary yes okay um a, a series i think it's you know six episodes or whatever yeah. they do but like no that that one blew me away and then god damn it see, well speaking of documentary series palty goldman is is amazing <laughs> have you watched that? oh that's the one on peacock yeah yeah it's no, directed keep... by the, the dude who directed the the second borat movie uh, Jason Wolner, I think, yes. or something like that. Well, and they talk, they keep talking about it on like freedom and Scott hasn't seen. So, yeah, uh, I haven't, I haven't heard a message on Scott hasn't seen the director was on an episode of comedy bang bang, but yeah, it's, it's, oh. it's very good. It's very, very, it's just, well, just I mentioning that enough. specific show. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's well-made. It's uh, kind of the, the quick synopsis is this dude had a, what had what he thought an interesting crime that happened to him. And he, he had a script written about it, like a dramatization of his life. And he sent the script to a ton of people, including this Jason Wolner and, and Wolner took it and agreed to make it. But what he made was Dude, you, you cut out completely. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Am I, am no. I, am I there now? You're back now. Yeah. Okay, I like missed all of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, what about the summation of the show? So it's, yeah, a, it's the, this, this dude, Paul, well, his pseudonym is Paul T. Goldman. He, he had something that happened to him that he, he thought was a crime and he wrote a dramatization of it. And he sent his script to like a million people on Twitter and Wolner took it and agreed to make the movie or a TV show. But instead of making the movie or TV show, he made a documentary about making the movie or TV show that included like, <laughs> hiring actors to dramatize scenes from the script. So they, they show scenes from this. Ah, crap. (laughs) (laughs) I think they just don't want us to talk about the show. I guess not. Yeah. We're anyway, just watch Paul T. Goldman. Okay. I will watch it. (laughs) Do you have Peacock? Uh, yeah, we like just the version with ads. Okay. I didn't know if, if I just stole it. So I didn't know if it was on that version or not. Um, well, another one, uh, We Own This City. Did you watch that on no. HBO? What is that? Is that another documentary? Oh, it's a no, it's yeah. it's a David Simon. Oh, oh, wow. But it's uh, it's about 
it's also based you know it's a true story basically that uh this this is the one that breaks the my rule of like biopic stuff but it's about baltimore police department um corruption on their gun task force and i don't know what year the i can't remember what year the oh the dude from bosch is in it and he's great yeah yeah well i call him the dude from the wire but yes jamie oh he was i didn't know he was i still haven't watched the wire i didn't know he was in the wire yeah um no it's i mean it's amazing and i i saw one critic i mean the critic said it was great but they were like if possible this is even more cynical than the wire and i was like that it's the wire's not cynical man like you don't have to like blow rainbow hearts out of your mouth to to like be positive about things that are actually bad to make it not cynical like if you're telling stories that are true and some of it's brutal and stuff um but there was always hope in it to me you know i don't know i don't i don't get the the idea that it's cynical to depict negative things that are real and actually happening um and that bothered me but maybe more more uh i don't even want to say of a downer because i didn't really find the wire a downer more yeah, but more a little more harsh, um, but definitely worth watching. And it's not really a period piece because it's 2018, 2019, so it's really yeah, yeah, current. yeah. No, yeah, it's it's fairly current. I mean, it goes back in time to like their earlier days before all this and stuff, but it's even then not that far back. Yeah, that, that sounds like. And I'm looking at the cast. The cast is amazing. It's like lots of people in there that are good. So yeah, except for Treat Williams, I don't know what, why they let him in. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember what he did, but he was fine on it because <laughs> sure. I didn't remember him being awful. So <laughs> he, he was a teacher at the police Academy, according to Wikipedia. Oh yeah. So he's probably just like, they interviewed him about something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the one thing that, that is the one thing that was a little difficult because the, the way they chose to tell it was like, it was going back and forth in time, but you didn't really know that at first, like there's nothing that it didn't put a year or anything down at the bottom of the screen so you knew oh, it was a different time so it can you kind of lose your bearings a little at first but you know you get but no yeah that one was really good uh what else what else you got anything uh, just trying to think of movies from last year we've talked about a bunch but i like glass onion I, oh you know what i really liked was fletch <laughs> did you watch it oh the john ham john ham fletch yeah. is great it's it's just too bad those kind of movies don't get more hype because I mean, it's a small comic movie and it's much better than the Chevy chase flight Fletch. It's very funny, very silly. I mean, and I loved the Chevy chase Fletch. I also haven't watched it in, you know? Yeah. I, I loved it as a kid, but I can't imagine it holds up. Yeah. I can't either. I might be wrong, but I mean, this one was very good. It was, it was a good, like a good mystery and also like, you know, let John Hamm do his comedy thing and do it really well. Yeah. I liked, I mean, I liked Glass Onion. I, I didn't think it was as good as nope. Knives Out, but nope. and I good. don't think Not anybody did. But like, as long as they like, I will keep watching. You'd have yep. to be way worse for me to yeah. not watch that kind exactly. of exactly. <laughs> like, I don't think it was bad. I enjoyed it. It just wasn't as good, you know. Yeah, and, and it's yeah, hard no. to. It's also hard to be as good as that was because it came out of nowhere. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like you, you weren't expecting it, but maybe the next one will be as good, but 
But another one that kind of came and went, I see how they run. Did you see that with Sorish, Sorish Ronin and uh, who else no. is in that? Uh, what's that guy's name? I can never remember that guy's name. It's uh, Sam Rockwell. It's a, I think it's set in like the 20s and the kind of murder mystery show with a good cast, very funny and very good. Wait, it was actually a, a show, like a series? Oh, sorry. A uh, movie. Oh, I movie. Mean, okay. Show. Murder mystery show, uh, movie, yeah. But Cersei yeah. Ronan is, is, is not usually in parts that are so light, but she was in this one and she did it really well. It's just a very funny performance with uh, Sam Rockwell and her uh, going off of each other. So. Very good movie. Kind of oh, cool. Like like uh, Agatha's Agatha Christie kind of mystery is what it was a sent off on because that was the there's a there's a murder that happens in a play in the movie that then the play is Agatha Christie's mousetrap. So <laughs> that was good. Oh, I'll check it out. What we uh, yeah we I we really did not enjoy whatever the one was they redid recently with Kenneth Branagh, Death on the Nile. Was that what it was? I didn't say it, but yeah. Yeah, no, it, you don't need to. Um, but yeah, I, I I like that this kind of thing is coming back into style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, just, I haven't it's, watched a movie in a theater in a while. Like, I, I think I watched one of the Marvel movies, but that's about it. Yeah, we saw uh, everything everywhere all at once. I guess that's a theater movie. That's the last one we saw. Yeah. But you know me, like I, I legitimately like, it doesn't make a difference to me. Like, yeah. yeah. The stuff people say you have to see in a theater. I'm like, no, I'm I'm cool. Like I'm totally (laughs) fine watching it at home. Did you see the menu? Did see the menu. So, okay. Yes. Here's my thoughts on the menu. I, I liked it. Um, and I thought it was interesting, um, but after it was over, I was like, yeah, I I liked it, but I don't know when, like, a multi-billion dollar studio is using multi-million dollar actors to give me a message about, like, uh, um economic inequalities i don't know how much i trust it and that's maybe unfair but i feel like it that's i mean they got it made <laughs> i know and <laughs> yeah. and that is something to, to definitely to uh celebrate yeah yeah i i enjoyed it i everything about it i thought was i mean aside from what you're saying which is true that's a part of the story but just the the performances were really good the what's her name from anna taylor joy she was great in it and yeah i just i thought it was, it was i had no idea what to expect because it's just such a weird concept i didn't even yeah, know I didn't even, even if you know the concept going in it's a weird movie to watch and it was very good and kind of kind of um shocking too like i didn't expect there to be the violence that there is in that movie no no it like went yeah it definitely followed it had the the uh strength of its convictions or the belief in them yeah um oh, i didn't the no direct- I, I thought it it was good and very very interesting you know so. the the director directed a bunch of episodes of succession which he really likes talking about rich people I, yeah i that's another one where i'm like i've watched it but i, I i'm also like i don't know i don't really care about 
rich people's problems. Like, and, <laughs> like I, I don't because to me, it's the one thing where I'm like, I mean, unless it's like something like, you know, grief or mental illness that is like not discriminating, I can, I can empathize, but like rich people's shit, I'm like, okay, so just go to the most expensive psychiatrist in the world who can see you right now and treat you for eight hours a day and take care of your shit. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I guess I don't think of it in that way. I think of it as like, basically like, I don't care about the blues, but I still like Arrested Development. So it's yes, but, this is a comedy to me. <laughs> is, yeah, I mean, ugh, I know. Like I said, I've I've seen it. It's just I I don't know. Do you keep watching it, or are you just like I'm done? I don't want to watch it. I, I don't know at this point. Like I know it's coming back. I'm sure we'll end up watching it. I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just uh, I, I'm. Just, that's another. I've, I, I binged that. I didn't watch it from the start, but I, I I did enjoy it. I will watch it when it comes back. I'm definitely much more in a frame of mind lately where I'm like, let's watch something that has some heart and makes yeah. you feel good about humanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. So, and I always like those. I like I like those more than these these, but still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, well. Oh, that's another one. Uh, have you seen on Netflix, uh, Gudetama, an excellent adventure? No. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You have to watch it. It's like, it's seriously like, I don't know. I, I am like so fascinated by Japanese culture. I understand none of it. And yet I love it all. It, this is like an animated thing. If like Kafka wrote a children's <laughs> show. You, you gotta check it out it's i'll try it's great. yeah have you, have you watched that netflix show i don't know if it's japan i think it's japan where they they tell the kid like they have these really little kids oh, yeah they have like three-year-olds go out <laughs> to the grocery store and shit. yeah <laughs> that would be like child abuse here but good for you japan <laughs> yeah I, I do warn the people like along the way there's people who know what the kids are doing. So it's not like the kids aren't in any danger or anything, but still. Right. And they have a, they have the crew with them following. Yeah. Them and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I watched that. I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I, what can you even say about it? <laughs> you, you have to watch it yourself and make your own determination. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, I love shit like that though. That's just like, seems insane, but people are just go along with it. Any recent yeah. recent music you like? I like that Boy Genius EP. Is it the EP? I like all the songs on it, whatever it is. Well, I haven't heard it. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, I would look it up. It's it's very, very good. I'm trying to think. Um, and the Bell and Sebastian album that I didn't know was coming is great. I didn't either. No, I thought, yeah, I thought it was better than the previous one. Yeah, apparently they made yeah. them both at the same time. Which is Yeah, sick. I know. I, I had no idea of any of that. So when I, I was like, what new Bell and Sebastian already? Yeah, no, that one's great. Um, Oh, I, I like the new Yola Tango. It's, I mean, I have to listen to it. I've listened to a couple songs from it, but not the whole thing. And it's out, right? The it's out. Yeah, yeah. Now I think, you know, if you like Yola Tango, you're going to like it. They did kind of drift off into the ether there for a little bit. Um, musically. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I like it. Um, 
I don't have my like Spotify playlist up, so of course I can't remember anything that's made an impression on me. That's just that there's that boy genius was really good, and that's that's that that and the Bell and Sebastian are the only like full albums from this year that I've listened to. Like I've listened to a lot of like singles and stuff, but those are the only two full albums. Yeah, I think of at this. Okay, point. good boy genius. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Nothing. Nothing exciting on that front. Was well, so um, you you saw any you saw Bob Mood last night, right? Uh, what? Uh, or two no, nights it was ago? Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night. Actually, I thought it was, was that. Right. Yeah. It, does he have a new album out, or is he just touring? No. Yeah, he's okay. just playing solo. That's fun. Yeah. And then I saw um, Ride and the Charlatans UK the week before that. The week before that, I got uh, a free ticket from my friend Paul um, for uh, Margot Price, who I did not know uh, anything of. So I went to that. And the week before that, Jeez. God damn it, what was it? it? Yeah, it was something else. And I was just like burnt out when I was at the at the Bob show um, the other night. It was like in between sets on on the screen. It was showing like upcoming acts, and I saw Robin Hitchcock, and I was like, because I'm going to Robin Hitchcock, and I was like, oh, I'm, thank God that I have a month for that. <laughs> I'm starting to just get like, oh man, I can't like I can't stand. I I need to sit at shows and yeah, yeah. I have the I don't need to sit, but I, I like to have room to go to the bathroom, and the, the the venues here are pretty good with that. Like Union Transfer, which is my favorite venue in Philadelphia, is just like. It's wide open in the back, so you can kind of spread out if you want to. And yeah, it's it's a really good venue. It's and it's the only venue. Uh, it's not the only, but it's one of the few venues in the city that aren't associated with Live Nation. So it's like, it's it's also oh, kind yeah. of a local company. I, I it's I think it's a it's like half a local company and half like a Live Nation competitor. But whatever, it's better than Live Nation. Anytime you can get away from them, I'm happy. Yeah, same. I know. I saw Congress was like talking about that. I'm like, why? You yeah, already nothing's going to try it with Ticketmaster, and they, you're not going to do anything. Clearly, well, this, I mean, this is Live Nation is Ticketmaster, but worse. It's uh... right. Well, exactly, and that's why I'm saying, like, this yeah. is just all for show. But yeah, I saw dry yeah. cleaning a couple of weeks ago, and that was that was a great show. And oh, what's the name of the band? It's like something of the Beehive opened, and they were also Voice awesome. of the Beehive. What is that's that, them. They're from the no, 80s. They're, yeah, and I maybe it's not Beehive because I confuse them with with that. So whatever, I, I'll have to look it up. But it was it was a very fun show. I, I don't have anything upcoming. Maybe new prof- pornographers. That, I think that's the only thing. Right? And then you know, Cake is coming to Philadelphia, and I haven't seen them since I was in college, and I'll probably go see that. That is the nostalgia. nostalgia. Oh, I saw they might be giants. They did a. 30 year anniversary of oh, flood yeah. and it was a lot of fun it was a great show it was, it was originally supposed to be in 2020 and then it was supposed to be in 2021 and then it was yeah. supposed to be in 2022 and it finally happened in i guess i forget yeah it happened this year so it was three years in the making but it was it was great it was really great yeah i had a couple of those like shows uh, that i bought in tickets for in like 2019 right yeah finally saw like at the end of the year last year saw new order and pet shop boys and uh the house of love yeah yeah i'm but at this point yeah i am starting to just think like you know what i'll go to like bucket list band that i haven't seen or like a new band that i haven't seen i think would be good live but otherwise i i kind of want to cut down on all the yeah yeah just seeing the shit from the 80s or whatever you know right right 
Although yeah. I am seeing Robin Hitchcock and Hoodoo Gurus coming up, but yeah. you know, Robin's still around. That's maybe. different. I mean, they yeah. both are, but yeah. Uh, Spirit of the Beehive is the name of the band. Oh, oh, named after the movie. Yeah, I didn't know that. My my comment after their their set was it kind of reminded me of Suspiria. Their their music kind of had like had a the that kind of like cinematic mood mood to it. Oh yeah. And then that's... after the, afterwards, I looked it up and was like, oh, they're named after another seventies European movie. <laughs> yeah, Suspiria. That's Goblin. They do the soundtrack for that. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. You can, I'm sure you can listen to that on Spotify and stuff. Um, well, shit, I, I actually have to get going for a, uh, a dinner, but you know, I guess we can TBC as the cool T- people say TBC. Yeah. Yes, that, that stands for Tony baloney cockney. Oh man. I thought it was Tad's black car. Cause that's what you like. Gotta try to stay away from in the neighborhood when you're a kid. Tad don't give a shit. He'll run. He'll mow your ass down. Um, but yes, uh, this was fun. So who knows what we'll do next time? Could be the same, same nonsense, or or uh, you know, maybe we'll pick a topic. But I'm not in any hurry. So I I guess I'll do the spiel because I do it every week. I have to remember it. Oh yeah, shit! I totally forgot about the spiel. Rate us highly on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Right to us. Nobody uses iTunes anymore, do they? Well, Well, whatever. There's ratings there. Okay. Uh, 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 Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com if you have any comments, would like to guest, or you just want to say hello. And I think that's all I say. Yeah. I I think that that sounds right. I mean, it's weird that we can't remember, but uh, I think at this point I say until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.